0: We've been growing our successful businesses online, and we want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us. Welcome to episode 122. Man, 2019 has been a whirlwind. We've had awesome opportunities and a lot of new beginnings for John and I. And the biggest, of course, was John getting married. Congratulations once again, John. Uh, But also this year, my wife, Susan, came on full-time with Fix This Bill That. John brought on a full-time editor and SAM, and we've both taken on a load of new work and opportunities that have had us traveling, getting involved in new business planning ideas, and all kinds of other stuff. On top of that, John is going through a full house remodel and looking at buying another property to do some more remodeling and a bunch of other crazy stuff. But yeah, anyway, lots and lots of stuff. So basically what I'm getting at here, we need a break. We've got six or seven weeks that left in the year, and we need to finish strong with our businesses. But don't worry, we will be taking a break, but we'll come back in 2020. And today what we wanted to do is just kind of recap where we've been for 2019 and give you guys some good episodes, especially for new listeners. If you've not gone back and listened to some of the past archives, we're just going to kind of talk about some of the things that have really uh, resonated with the audience and uh, also a little bit of the social media side. So
1: we will Go through all of that today and uh, then take a little break. Yeah, we definitely don't want to leave you guys hanging going into the end of the year. And another person that doesn't want to leave you guys hanging, or should I say another business that doesn't want to leave you hanging, is Woodcraft. Woodcraft is our channel sponsor this year in both Mine and Brad's favorite place to go for all of our woodworking tools and supplies and is one of the nation's oldest and largest suppliers of everything woodworking. They've got stores in 70 cities across the U.S. and the website is phenomenal. They ship across all of the lower 48 and if you're looking for a little bit of cheddar back in your pocket, they're giving us free shipping to the lower 48 with the discount code MFP at checkout so if you guys are looking to buy anything for those ones you love this holiday season make sure you're taking advantage of this discount code here that's one more time mfp at checkout for free shipping all across the lower 48 thank you woodcraft for all the support this year and thank you guys for using that code because they love seeing it and we love using it too absolutely
0: man and before we do get into some of this recap goodness, uh, we do want to thank a few new members that joined the MFP Patron Tribe this week. We had Crow Hollow Woodworks and Stephen Miller. So if you would like to join the tribe and get access to the after shows as well as the Facebook group, which, by the way, we have 100 after this. We'll have 122 after shows. if you wanted to binge on those during the holidays. You can head to patreon.com forward slash made for profit. All right. Dude. Like, yeah. I... I I think it's it's really interesting looking and just you know talking with you and how much has changed <laughs> this year for us. And I know like it, it seems like it always happens end of the year. I, I think we actually took a break. I think in twenty seventeen, right? we, yeah, our first we took year. a break. Our first year, we took a break. Uh, but that was more just like for holiday stuff. Like it wasn't <laughs> as much for business. This year, I feel like man, you've had so much stuff coming on with the house, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've just taken on. It was like you know, I for whatever reason I've had two, uh, I've had two sponsors that called, they're like, Hey, can you do a video in like a week? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. You're and they're like, they're like we'll you give you <laughs> 50 million. And I'm like, yes, I can. Uh, yeah. I, I think I can do that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I've had like all these crazy things like come up at the end of the year and typically I don't take those on, but it, it, you know, sometimes the, the opportunity is just too good to pass up.
1: Yeah, and, and you I have and to I, jump on it. And I feel you there. That's like almost exactly what happened with uh, with the home remodeling stuff. Is that an opportunity presented itself to, to do something um, that I've been wanting to do? Uh, the sponsor was right. The the money was right. The opportunity was right. And uh, now I'm like playing catch up with six backlogged YouTube videos, trying to get more stuff done here for the holidays. Uh, a lot of stuff hanging over my head is is like as far as my business practice itself goes is I've I. I <laughs> at least the building next to me for defense because I'm in the hood oh yeah that's I right did, I didn't I didn't <laughs> defensive <want> them, play <laughs> I didn't want them putting in a nail salon or like a boost mobile or something so I'm right. uh I'm I'm trying to just balance all this stuff and and yeah dude with the wedding and everything coming on the back end of that it's just been it's been a crazy and unbelievably amazing but crazy year um and you know, we we love what made for profit is and and love seeing a lot of the community growth around the brand. Um, you know, and and because of that, the Facebook group has absolutely exploded this year, first and foremost. Yeah. So um, you know, the first thing we want to kind of touch on is that is that if you're not participating in our in our Facebook groups, we have the uh you know, the the private group for our patrons, and then we have the general group for all of our listeners. You definitely want to be taking advantage of that. There's some incredibly knowledgeable individuals that are dropping bombs on like almost a weekly basis now, as far as uh, business practices and experiences go, uh, bringing up you know discussion topics and, and just really getting some juicy information over there. Um, that is fantastic to see, and that's that's just organic. You know, Brad and I aren't stimulating that at all. We we hop in there when we can. Brad a lot more than myself um, to answer questions and such, but. It's a it's it's an absolutely unbelievable thing to see happening is is the community growing around around those Facebook groups. And so uh, first thing we kind of want to touch on here is is essentially, you know, getting involved in the in the made for profit community. Um, The Facebook group is like, like we said, been incredible. And then our our patrons are some of the best people I think we've ever met um, as personally in in this community, uh, like sort of ever Uh, watching their growth and development has been absolutely incredible. Um, hearing the input and and also the the participation in the after show has been something that has been truly inspiring. And then seeing the back end of it is, you know, all of this business growth, all this growth on social, all of this personal growth, all the things that we kind of set out to do that you don't get immediate gratification from. You know, you you sell a piece no. of furniture. It feels great to get a check in your pocket. You put out a video and it does well. It feels great. I mean we've been putting years into this thing now and to see our listeners that have been around for a long time getting what they want out of listening to us it's been phenomenal. So um that's that's the first thing that we I, I wanted to touch on was that like if if you're looking for some more deeper dive into um what's happening here at Made for Profit that's the first place you're going to want to go. You're going to want to go yeah. to the Facebook group and you're going to want to join as a patron. Um, and, and we even I think we've we made our tiers more available. We made some changes over there for our patrons. Um, and, and it's just a phenomenal group of individuals. Um, we release things first to them. I know the pricing guide when we dropped that came out first to our patrons. Um, and if you know, we're, we're so we're going to be teaching a class at WorkbenchCon in February, uh, Brad and myself. And it is a made for profit class on systems um, and building systems for business. Uh, you know, if there's anything that they give us as far as promotion, that's going straight to our patrons first, you know, any, any brand that gives us anything for our patrons here on made for profit, uh, excuse me, goes to our patrons first. So, uh, be, make sure you're checking out those groups. Cause it, it, I, they're almost invaluable at this point with how long a lot of those individuals have been around in business and as listeners. Um, and that's going to be like yeah. the first thing, if you're really looking to get juicier and deeper here for made for profit for the end of the year and you want to grow, um, yeah, That's where you're going to want to go for. Go ahead over there and get engaged.
0: So, the, yeah. um, the, I uh, just pulled it up here. The the general group, which is um, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash made for profit tribe. Uh, We're over 1,260 members, man. That's, that's a lot of folks. And it is like there, there's a new comment or question or whatever daily uh, at this point, it, it, it appears. And, When it's, you know, like when we first started, it was like, ah, you know, one one comment, one reply, uh, you know, a couple here. Now it's like every single one is getting getting juicy. And then like some of the juicier topics are getting, you know, 15, 20, 30 comments on them uh, deep. So it's it's really cool. They're lengthy.
1: They're like the comments you wish for. They're not just. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like 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 actual. (laughs) Right.
0: And that's the value that um, that I really see about it. Is that these are actual and we've covered some, you know, in the after show, a lot of you don't uh, get to listen to the after show, but just just some of the thing like I'm just going to scroll through here just to kind of hit some of the the juicy questions just as a as a little uh, teaser. But, you know, where there's been a lot of conversation about TikTok, tock, uh, they're talking about some Facebook ad questions uh, looking at doing some, you know, some hardware recommendations and and things as far as from a business perspective. So uh, that is one one thing. And I think our group has been very good about it. And, um, you know, we've done a little bit of regulation, but for the most part. So this is business. This is not a place to come share your projects uh, or ask what the best finish is just from like a woodworking perspective. But if you're like, hey, I've, you know, customer come like what's the best finish for not having callbacks for customer returns, something like that. Great question. You know, like all around the business. So it's not about it's not a place to promote uh, YouTube videos or anything like that. And like I said, the, the the group has done a very good job at keeping it very business oriented. And, um, you know, how many IG accounts are you running? Uh, how do you get Where do you get the best copyrighted music for your Instagram? You know, like those type things, whether you're a content creator or you're a product person, I'm looking to buy a CNC machine for my small business. Uh, somebody was asking earlier about, uh, cutting vinyl, uh, signs and things like that. Like there's all kinds of questions that are happening. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at these, there's like almost all of them have like a dozen comments, uh, and replies about, certain things and how to make it easier uh, for you to do whatever you're, you know, what basically making it a easy way to get a load of experience and knowledge and just pull the audience and say, hey, because we have 1,200 people, you know, and they're all doing business of some sort. That's the beauty of it, right, Johnny? These are mm-hmm. not, like, these aren't, for the most part, these are not just hobbies. I mean, everybody's at least running a side hustle and and trying to grow a following or doing something. I mean, you're not joining this because, you just want to talk about woodworking. You're joining because you're trying to make money doing what you're doing in whatever way it is, and it's just it's awesome. So yeah, absolutely go go in there and grab that, um, yeah, or yeah. add that to your groups or whatever. And and when you go in, make sure you answer the questions. If you yes. don't answer the questions, I'm not letting you in because I'm the one that lets everybody in.
1: Pretty, pretty <laughs> and much. And so if Radical you're not case. getting let
0: in, <laughs> if you've not gotten let in, it's because you didn't answer. And and that and that, and I the reason I do that just to hit that real quick. Uh, is because I, we don't want this to be just an open group of people talking business. We want this to be made-for-profit listeners because mm-hmm. we know that you guys are aligned with us, at least for the most part, as far as like the general consensus of what you're trying to do and the things that you, you know, believe in from a business perspective. Like, hey, yeah, like we're, we're trying to, we're about the audience, we're about the customer. Like, you know, this is not, because if you just let it open, then all of a sudden you got people in there trying to sell classes and courses and and followers and all this other crazy junk, by so by keeping it private and by making sure that people will answer the question, so at least they know. Like if you've not even listened to the podcast, we don't want you in there. I mean, this is not for you. There's other business places. This is for people who listen to the podcast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, and it's definitely not spammy. Like we 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 re- it gets regulated pretty well naturally, and we've got a lot of great people in there that mm-hmm. that don't, you know, jump out. Yeah, They've I've had it, because we don't
0: because we're not in there, and I've had people. Uh, message me and be like, hey, like this dude, All right, you can actually report it. So that's the other thing. So if you are a member and if you see something that looks like self-promotion or looks like off topic, you can report it and it will come to a little message thing.
1: Yes. Beautiful. So now that you're joining the Facebook group um, and get engaged and just getting him to be a part of the community, that's going to be the most valuable aspect of what we feel MFP brings to the table. Um, not only mine and Brad's endless banter and the 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 community that's been you know growing behind the brand um, has been absolutely phenomenal, um, and so a couple of things we want to jump into here now is the um, the topics that we we still get our most common questions on, and and that's one of the things that we try to facilitate on the show as much as possible with follow up episodes, with uh, after show topics and such. But we want to give you guys just sort of a a uh, breakdown to of where to go if you're looking for more knowledge or if you are new to the to the show by the way welcome um and you want to know like where to go and not have to listen to all 122 episodes up to this point yes. so i had
0: a guy by the way i had a guy that just uh dm me and was like hey dude i'm on episode 7 yeah i get it all the time should should i keep listening or like should <laughs> should i go forward and it was really cool we talked about this right before the show john it was really cool to be able to say Hey, like pretty much skip over everything about social media because it's yeah. all changed. But everything else, which would be, you know, 80 percent of the content will, will hold true today, uh, two years ago and, and 10 years from now, because it's just general business practice and, and talk. And I really love that aspect about it.
1: Yeah. And so that's
0: what these that's what these are like these ones that we're going to talk about. You, you know, they will be applicable 10 years from now.
1: Yeah, and so the, the the number one thing I think both Brad and I pride ourselves on adding value immediately um, and essentially just flipping your business on its head from the get-go is going to be questions about pricing. Um, you know, if you can get your pricing nailed down early, you can get going in the right direction much faster than kind of slugging it out. So the episodes you're going to want to listen to are episodes 11 through 13 um, and also be sure to check out our pricing guide, always available to all you guys. Um, And that's madeforprofit.com forward slash pricing guide. Really crazy URL there. But, you know, a lot of the questions and and a lot of the, uh, I I guess, inquiries we get about pricing um, are still like a lot of those, a lot of the common things. It's like, you know, like, where do I start? Or like, do you have a basic, you know, XYZ? Or like, you know, if the market's saying that the price is this and uh, how, how do I compete? And 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 in all honesty, I think we address a lot of those questions in those three episodes. Um, and and the guide itself, you know, is basically as as black and white as you can get with like plug and chug kind of thing, and, and it'll spit out a number. Um, kind of tell you where you need to be. Um, and so just kind of like generally go, I guess over over the concept of it. Uh, we get into uh, margin and markup, the differences there, uh, and and how to kind of gauge where your business is at and dive into those two aspects specifically, as well as um, what, what do we what do we title uh, the what is it time um, time, and materials the time and material ver- yeah, concept, time and material versus yeah time material versus which is where a lot uh, of contractors there's a there's, a, different, there's yep. a lot of information out there um, specific to the trades right that use the time and materials model which is not wrong yep. um, but it makes it a little bit difficult because in woodworking specifically or furniture making your end product is a uh, is is that in itself, it's a product. It's not a service. So time and materials becomes a little bit uh, of it's a tangential sort of aspect to go in. But anyway, the yeah, price
0: and it, it depends on what you're making. Yeah, right? th- because like if you're in, if you're carving spoons, deep. like that's not going to work very well because carving spoons is going to be very labor intensive with very little material. And then, you know, you might have a, a kitchen builder or a slab table would be a great example of something that is like huge on materials in relationship to time. You know, if you're buying something from Gobi Walnut and using, you know, $3,000 worth of epoxy, like those are gonna be very different. So it just gives you the option. The the thing, and I've had a lot of people talking to me about it recently, and we've not talked about the pricing guide a ton. And, you know, we pushed it uh, when it first came out, but it's just kind of like, like we, you know, like people buy it, you know, a few times a week or whatever. It's just like this little thing. And I always tell people, is like, you could go listen to episodes 11 through 13. You can make it on your own. Uh, The pricing guide for us is just a way to, for you to push the easy button. So, you know, no big deal. Like we're not, you know, it's 19 bucks. We're not like making a ton of money off it or anything. Uh, And so if you go in there, you know, you don't have to buy that to get it. Again, you can listen to the show and make your own form formulas and everything like that. But it's like, actually, John and I just got off the phone. Well, not, I just got off the phone while I was on the podcast. John, my wife called. I feel ashamed of myself, but I hit the easy button because my wife was getting, uh, she calls, she's getting an oil change. She said, hey, the guy said, uh, both of my brake lights are out. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Only the top one is working. Uh, it's $12 a piece to change them. And I'm like, what? Twi-? Like the, the bulbs are probably like six bucks at AutoZone and they take, you know, three minutes to change out. And so like that was, is a huge mental block for me to be like, "I w- I will not pay. But guess what? I hit the easy button for two things. One for safety, cause it's brake lights. But even, even though like that would be one of those things that I'd be like, Oh, I, I should totally go do that. And then we just got through telling you guys that we're going to take a break. Well, guess what? That would be on the list with a thousand other things. And I would forget to do it for a week. And then my wife would get pulled over and get a ticket or worse yet get rear ended. Cause somebody didn't see what she was breaking. Hmm. And I was just like, yeah, just do it. Yeah. Like tw- I just paid 24 bucks for brake lights. Like, you know, to me, like that's kind of, similar to the, the pricing guide in the sense of like, yeah, I could do it and I could make it or these guys have already made it in easy. So, you know, it, it's one of those things that um, I think there's there's a ton of value in just the pricing episodes. And then, hey, if, if you're not comfortable with Excel or something, you want an easy way to do it because it is it, it's really funny. Like, you know, like when did we make that? what So that was episode 11 and 13. So that was like two years ago. That was over two years ago we've since yeah. we made that and it still just kind of trickles out there as new people start listening. And, uh, and I still get emails. I know you do too, John, that they're like, dude, I just, I just started using the pricing guide and like just totally, totally changed my business. and like, I'm making a hundred dollars more per, per, you know, on my first job and, and all this stuff. And so it's funny because you forget about it. Cause it, you know, it's two years ago and we, we haven't talked about it a lot, but it's, it's still helping people make those decisions. And that is by far the, uh, the most popular series, those three. And so that's what we're kind of going down is by, by number of listens. So that kind of gives us an indicator of what resonates with you guys the most. And that pricing guide for sure, or the pricing series was the biggest
1: uh, altogether. Yeah. Um, And, and, and it's like the one product we offer. Like, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) we, we found so much value in the difference that the pricing guide makes in like anyone who's purchased its business. That, you know, we we wanted to come up with something that was we thought was a huge value add. So, um, you know, yeah, that's definitely like the the first three episodes that if you're just like, you know, you're in business and you're like, man, what are these guys about? Like, are they actually going to help me? Like, blah, blah. Is there anything I can do to execute on now? And that because that's one part I feel about business podcasts. You know, I mean, I think Brad can agree. Is that like it's a lot of talking around topics and not just being like, do A, B and C. You will make yeah. more money like. Like, right, like, how many things have we listened to as influencers, like, on podcasts and been like, I've been doing that for years. Like, what do you mean? Like, that's the key ticket and that's the golden goose. Like, it's not right. Right. And then you're like, or it's an idea. It's an idea versus a tactical implementation. The pricing episodes are, they're probably as tactical as you can get. Like, literally change these things, do this, understand this, boom, you're making more money. So check those out. It's a great time. It's a great time coming to the holidays. Oh, yeah. No doubt. If you're so you're many of you are up. ramping up here to like crush some pens or cutting boards or, yep. or, dining tables, that'd be awesome. If you could just crank out like a dozen more dining tables by the end of the year, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, if you're pricing, if you feel like your pricing struggling, like check it out. Those are some great episodes. Um, and, and we still get asked about them a ton. That's why we put them at the top of the list for things to dive back into here coming into the holiday season. Um, as Absolutely. we as, as we pump the brakes on on putting out episodes, you can. Turn it up and rev it up on the amount of influx of cash coming into your
0: business. Turn it up and dive down Love because it. diving down would be the second one. It would be episode 67, which was about finding your niche or niche niche. If you're niche, excuse me. Yeah. If, if you're if you're fancy, fancy. I was gonna say, wait, what? No, no, no. I've been studying so much Spanish. That I'm like, I'm getting nuevo rich. How was that? Rich. rich.
1: It's going, it's, it's muy bien. Is it awesome? It's muy bien. It's, you know, Duolingo, by the way, this is not sponsored. Duolingo is based in Pittsburgh. I did not know that. They were, they were founded in Pittsburgh. I'm not the hugest fan of the, like the app
0: is, is very pushy at times. Uh, even like I, I got the pro membership and like when you, if you, the free one is horrible, but um <laughs> it. it it is. It's just like it's an ad after like every little thing, and so you know it's like oh this is ridiculous. But uh, yeah, it's it's going good. I like I'm definitely I, I backed off from where I was. I was doing like you can like select the modes, and I was like insane. Like there's one called insane. <laughs> and it was like yeah, it's like you have to get a certain amount of points, and that basically averaged out to four having to do four a day for little lessons and um, or activities or whatever you want to call it. And like, I was smoking through it. I was like, learning a lot. Then I was just like, oh my God, I'm burned out. But yeah, I, dude, I'm on like, I don't know. Let me open it up. I think I'm on like day 108 or something, 109. And um, I would say I understand a lot more Spanish than I did 100, 112 I'm on day 112. And um, yeah, I can read it and stuff. But dude, it, the hardest part about any of that, and I don't know if you found the same with like Italian, uh, is, is like, I can read it, and understand it and I can write it. Yeah. But when you like hearing somebody and I can even understand them when they're talking, but like trying to like just then you're like, how's it going? And I'm trying to think like, how can I say like it's going really well and I'm having a great like I, you know, some, that's the some part. People's that's the brains hardest don't,
1: for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I struggle with, you know, it, it. The English language does the same thing to me. It's incredible. It's just like, I, I just like. <laughs> this barely, is very true. This is one. actually, that's a
0: great point because I could, there's, I'm, I struggle looking for words here on the podcast, which all of our listeners know, like now I'm trying to remember what, uh, what how to say it a different and, language. Yeah. And how to conjugate the verb. So yeah, anyway. yeah, no, but that is going awesome. But, uh, anyway, yeah. So, uh, by the way, that's another great thing to do, uh, during the holidays, is pick up a second language, uh, but, but finding your niche. And uh, or niche. It's um, an episode that I think really dives into just getting getting into what is going to be the best spot for you for your business. Yeah. And I think that and we've I've not listened to that in, you know, a year. Uh, so episode 67, if you go back, uh, I believe one of the things we talked about was trying to find that intersection between your skills, your passion and the demand, right? That If you kind of combine those three, and I don't know if that's exactly what we said, but basically if you can find those three or opportunity, demand, opportunity, same type of thing, if you can find the intersection of those three, then like that's the sweet spot. And we really dive into talking about how to think about it, how to find it. Um, you know, one, one, of my, uh, one of my favorite books on that, and I believe it's Known. Did yep. you ever read that one, John? I did. Yeah, Known. And, and that one does a actually features a really good Sean job. Van Dyke. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. Dyke, it yeah. absolutely does. Yep, yep. Uh, talking about profit first, um, and it it does a really good job of laying that out. I listened to that book after we did that episode, so I don't even know if I talked about it. So that would be a great supplemental yeah. uh, listening material. Be it's known, and it talks basically. It actually gives you some tactical ways to think through, like hey, what do I enjoy? What am I good at? And then um, I, I think you you know we've all heard niching down and niching down sounds really weird it's got to be niching down niching down and the idea is go one level lower and i think that's you know instead of woodworking like what's you know a, a niche is in woodworking could be you know dining tables with carved accents right that that's like a that's a very not not just like hey i'm making dining tables or i'm i'm just making furniture I'm making, you know, I'm Sam Maloof. I'm making rockers. Like I'm making sculpted rockers. Like that rockers. is that is finding your
1: your niche. Yeah. Like, he's like, dude, that's my passion and that's what we're doing. And so what's what's super interesting is like, yeah, I'm with you, man. I have not listened to that episode in over a year since we recorded it. I actually don't listen to any episodes. I just hate my own. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um but, I don't either anymore. But, but the uh I used to. The 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 funny aspect about it is that like this is exactly where One of the reasons we're taking a break, this is exactly where my YouTube channel is right now. And I know you're, you're hitting like a phenomenal stride with yours in where you've niched yourself to and like dad jokes. Yeah. I mean, kind of finding that area where you relate to your audience really well by being a dad and by being a husband and by being a human and not just being a robot behind the camera, which like, you know, 18 months ago, you and I were sitting here trying to develop strategies on growth on YouTube. And it was very much like, you know, just copy spags. And even even he's kind of grown out of just voiceover in his in his YouTube content and being highly educational to being like in front of the camera, making dad jokes and being a person that's approachable. And so those aspects are exactly what we talk about in that episode. And they're still relatable today. Myself, as I sit here, you know, I've hired a consultant to help me find, you know, to understand the data and see what it's telling me in my business for my YouTube channel, because I just don't get that. But, like, when it came to furniture, and we talk about it in this episode, I'm pretty sure, you know, when I hit that point where I realized that reclaimed industrial stuff is what I was going to make my heyday on, you know, boom, I went down that rabbit hole so hard. I didn't have a regular piece of hardwood in the shop. Everything was just covered in nails, dust, soot, and and death. And it's because (laughs) I knew that reclaimed, that's where my money was going to be made. And that's kind of how I carved a name out for myself here in Pittsburgh. And I still get inquiries two years later (laughs) every day for reclaimed furniture because the content's out there. It's evergreen. It's living. And and like so diving down a niche and can it, it can really solidify a a path for your business. And then you go from what you become known as and kind of start diversifying out from there. Uh, like Brad said, you know, if you want if your goal is to be making full kitchens, you know, you need to start out with getting into the kitchen. And then how can you be seen inside that kitchen? Are you doing um. You're doing things that are highly creative. Are you leveraging yourself on uh, quality, affordability, availability? You know what is it? Uh, I, we dive into it in that episode, and all of those things they just become so relevant and timeless in business. Um, that that is a phenomenal episode to get into um, if, if you're really looking to take your business to to that next level um, and 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 stop banging your head against the wall wondering why one month is phenomenal, the next month isn't. Um, just really dive into it. We did, we did, you know, what's a great example now that we think back on it is, is um one of our coaching uh, clients here when we had that tier available, you know, we literally drove him and he's gonna be listening to this episode probably smiling ear to ear right now, right down into what he asked us to, to help him with. And now his business is doing consistently uh, month over month growth in the niche he wanted to be in. And it all started out with like finding it finding your niche, getting into it, getting into a groove, and then, uh, you know, 10xing it at that point. So uh, if you want some more quality information on finding your niche, uh, Brad was just talking about Known, absolutely phenomenal book. Um, and it's it's basically, uh, it's titled As Known, the handbook of, for building and unleashing your personal brand in the digital age. Uh, both of us are big fans of it. I've listened to it two or three times now. Um, and we'll have a link in the show notes for you. Um, I would say it out loud, but it's like, not that fun or easy to say. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll miss a number or letter or something like that. Definitely just check out the show notes and those will be available at mainforprofitcom forward slash episode 122.
0: Yeah. And the thing I like about the title of that book too, is that the whole premise behind that is like, what are you known for? Right. Mm-hmm. And that, and that, you know, you hit the nail on the head, John. Um, Proverb, or maybe you pulled the nail out, reclaimed. Right, John was known in Pittsburgh for reclaimed, reclaimed industrial furniture. And oh, yeah. so, if you know, when when that name, you know, fix this, build that, is known for shop projects and easy to understand explanations and being a human and a dad. Oh yeah, uh, you now like right, it is showing mistakes before just, it was just, shop, it was just projects. shop projects, right? Without a lot of that details, tips, you know that no dad, yeah, and that personality. Uh, So that's that's the part that, uh, you know, what what are you known for? And that's a a great episode and companion book to go along with that, um, to kind of explore that and give you some help uh, over the holidays.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, the next aspect that we think is valuable is is going way, way back. Episode six and setting goals Um, in that episode. I talk about and this is this is great because this is growth for me. In that episode, I talk about how I'm not really a big fan of goals. How
0: you hate goals.
1: (laughs) Because for me, you know, coming from sports, it wasn't that I hated goals or hate goals still. It was that I always had goals that were unattainable. And I never understood that that's still having goals. You know what I'm saying? Like when I played football, I wanted to be a Hall of Famer. I didn't just want to make the team. So you're always striving for things that are just so far out of reach that you're constantly chasing. And for me, it made it always feel like, you know, that's so big and broad that I'll never be able to you know, get there. Why would I even talk about my goals? But, you know, diving deeper down the rabbit hole of becoming educated, I was, you know, we were both listening to Grant Cardone's 10X and he's just like the same thing. And he's, he's an absurd human. And the book is phenomenal, Uh, but you get into goal setting and you get into it on that level, right? You talk about uh, setting goals that are just like, so astronomically out of reach that you do Every little thing you have to, to just take steps to kind of get there. Um, And I feel like that in this episode, you were setting up the steps for the big picture. And we talk about the big picture a little bit, but the concept of setting goals is something that is timeless in business as well. Um, and, And so you definitely want to wrap your brain around getting in the habit of goal setting or getting in the mindset to get into the habit of goal setting. Um, if you're not there, because for me, it's something that I never really cared about. And then I realized I was just naturally kind of doing in the back of my head, but never really put it down on paper until I, uh, until I had like that aha moment. And, uh, after, after reading, not, not only, you know, Grant Cardone's book, but, um, Uh, a few articles and listening to some podcasts and stuff where you're you're listening to all these high-level performers being like goal-setting 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 i even bought a book that puts goals in front of me every morning it's like break down three goals for a day you're like what and then you do them and you're like wow i feel amazing (laughs) because i'm accomplishing things that i was just naturally doing before on a checklist and we i think we talk about the checklist man that episode was forever i was in my attic it was i house remember you were i just just uh i just wow
0: I I got smart. I actually pulled up the show notes. Uh, I was like, wait, wait, we can just pull this up and it'd be a lot easier to talk about. Uh, so I, episode six also was when we announced Patreon. Ooh. And I think is like, we're just going to give a huge shout out to our, our first. We may have even done this a while back, but we're going to give a little shout out back uh, again, just because I just pulled it up to our inaugural patrons, Clint Markin, Mike Shahada, Devin Richter, Sean McHenry. Joshua Lance from Lulu Custom Workshop, our man KJ, Keith Johnson, Kyle Harvell, and Tim Woodward. Excellent. I love that. This, uh, looking back and being like, oh, man, that's when we first launched this. But yeah, all those things that we, we talked about and um, the, the thing that I really uh, liked and I think I, I hit on was the, the SMART goals and specific measurable attainable results-oriented, and time-bound. So looking at, you know, again, short, middle, long-term goals, we talk about all those things, and uh, it is interesting. So I know, John, you're a huge fan of 10X, and I, I, I listened to that recently, and it gets I like the up. idea— it does. I think it's more, it's definitely more motivational and tactical it's, in my mind. Yeah, right up it's my just alley It's like a mindset. Like, yeah. I, with like oh, a,
1: yeah, a coach just screaming in front of you.
0: Yes, that's exactly yeah. what it is. It's like if you need, if you just want to get fired up to like go make a million dollars, then uh, listen to that. But then if you want to actually tactically figure out how to do it, you probably want to <laughs> listen to something else. Uh, but it is great because it's also a, a perfect time of year. We're coming into the end of the year. So it's a great time to be able to reflect on... Because uh, I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there have goals that they've already put down. They have goals that they wanted to achieve for 2019. So, where are you on those? How did you achieve them? What went well? What didn't go well? You know that—that's the part for me. Um, I, I just—I was actually listening to a thing, uh, a little seminar thing or training on um, on Skillshare. It's because I was checking out some different courses for um, an upcoming sponsored thing uh, to figure out which one I wanted to highlight and. I looked at this this thing on productivity and I really liked what this guy said. He's like, productivity in productivity, you're trying to speed up things so you can slow down other things. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting way to look at that. So his idea, you know, his thing was like, how can you easily get through all the muck and the mess so that you can spend time doing what you really need to do? Uh, and I think this is a perfect example of that, of like, if you can figure out how to automate and get rid of emails and spend that hour looking at your goals and dedicating your time to really thinking about what you've done this year and how you can get better. And, you know, doing that once a quarter, once a month, and, you know, definitely at the end of the year, I just think it's so helpful. I think it's so helpful for your business. I don't do it frequently enough, and I am looking forward to to having some time during the holidays to really uh, sit back and plan out for next year and set those those new goals because I have achieved a lot of the goals that I had for this year. Others I have not. And, uh, you know, readjusting and increasing and all that 10x goodness. I'm I'm ready, John. Wait, yeah. 10 million subscribers next year. Let's do it. Now, and that, so, that would that would be Grant Cardone's goal for my it, channel. It will, 10, 10 million.
1: 10 Just nine. do it. <laughs> and, I, and I love it. So um, it's it's 100 percent an episode that you want to go back and re-listen to and then get a game plan uh, together to to execute on your goals for 2020 we talk about it pretty much at the beginning of every year uh, between the two of us and we've talked about it the both both years that we've rolled the show into um, definitely goal setting is something you want to have at the forefront of your business um, and going into, into any new year or any turning a new leaf or whatever it might be a fantastic episode there and it leads into another topic that is always pressing uh, at the beginning of the year too which is just getting organized right Um, Episode 81, we dive into getting organized and it's and it's something that um, we're constantly working on over here. You know, now that I have a lot of moving parts, I have um, I have Sam, who's full time employee. He does all the videography and photography here for the business. I have a a copywriter that I work with at times. I have two external editors that I work with at times. A lot of moving parts for just that part of the business, not to mention lumber distributors. Um, I'll have a subcontractors that I do metal work, I do CNC work and blah 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 and I have like all of this going on and if you're not organized you can really really one you lose a lot of money but two you can lose your head in your business it can make it really daunting to go through daily tasks um and and it makes it miserable so getting organized is something that I feel like uh you should be constantly talking about uh, every quarter if you own a business yeah. right are you evaluating well, your systems yeah. And that's so this
0: one, uh, we launched this one just at the beginning of this year. So this is a great, a great topic for the beginning of a new year. Getting organized again it goes hand in hand with goal setting is, uh, OK, now we got a, a thing of goals. How are we going to get there? So let's get organized. And and actually, um, this is, you know, basically a, a really trumped up version of this is going to be what we share at WorkbenchCon, right? Yep. I mean, systems and getting your business organized. So we're going to dive into all the different things. But if you listen to if you go listen to that episode, you'll kind of get a sneak peek. And, um, you know, we'll probably be talking about a lot of those same things and then actually showing them in action versus just talking about them and talking about different ways that you can really help streamline your business. But but that's, you know, it's all around organization.
1: Yeah. And I I was going to say, we got another good book in there because I know last year beginning of the year I was listening to Mike McAllow's clockwork and I was harping on it a ton. Yep. I know I recommend it to you. Um this was I was listening to it two weeks ago. Yeah, this on my my walk the last time I did physical activity. Yes. <laughs> that
0: wasn't woodworking. <laughs> this is uh
1: and this is another it's another it, it's just I find it to be interesting how these timeless principles in business consistently have um like I guess resources that are that are always popping up that are new, that are old, that are whatever that you can go ahead and check out um, and, and that that help you see it from a, a broader spectrum or like a different level or like I've never been in a real office. Like that's something that a lot of people know about me. Maybe you don't But like I've never been in a real office. I don't know how a real office works. All I know is that like what a locker room looks like and that I pray uh, I don't get in trouble because my business emulates a locker room. So with that, you get <laughs> some perspective on things from from individuals like Mike McCallowitz who's a. Um, Run several businesses, consults for tons of businesses who just actually uh, uh, Sean Van Dyke wrote a book with him um, this year and, and published it for the for the trades for contractors like has experience all over the place. And the book is phenomenal about setting up systems. And after listening to it, and I know you listened to it back then and have, have revamped it here, like, as you just said, this is uh, what we'll be talking about at WorkbenchCon is developing systems for your business because it is something that is vital To long-term success in business. Um, you know, Sam and I, uh, and Brad has this system already in place, but when you're creating content on a large scale, you need somewhere to store and, um, have all of those files. We talk about in some episode, I don't remember which one, um, even just like titling your, your file and getting organized. Um, you know, that is something that Yeah, there was be, this one. It was, was it? You
0: know, look it in the show notes. Yeah, there was this this one where I talked about the, the year, month, day naming convention at the beginning of every file. Yeah.
1: And so um, I have moved away from Brad's naming convention because I don't I'm not a computer who thinks in in zero one zero zero one zero one. But anyway, coming up with a system to handle that, you know, recently I've invested in what's called what's the NAS stand for?
0: Uh, uh Network. Something Some, area storage network area storage. So it's an
1: external network um, storage system that isn't like it's essentially your own owned. That's your own owned server server, right? like a Dropbox, like a Google Drive, kind of yeah, yeah. cloud cloud. Your own cloud, is and you can you can it. tether it to your computer. You can log in on the on a browser, um, and you can store all your files in there. And it's somewhere for myself editors, uh, anyone any files that I'm storing. I think I have like 90 terabytes or something absurd on there and you have like 200 like but anyway (laughs) setting up a system in which that becomes a a just free-flowing concept that you can plug parts into has been astronomically beneficial to our business We're, we're putting out more content as far as YouTube goes which is our main focus faster because the system's in place and it's not just um, take a card, dump a card, go back and watch it, edit it. It's, you know, that you, you start setting things up and you're constantly working on those systems and improving them. It's just a phenomenal concept. And and I know we dive deep into it in that episode. Um, and it's something that has really, really helped my business, especially with the wedding, all the travel I did this summer, um, and having things not just fall to pieces while I'm gone. Uh, you know, that that's a huge yeah. aspect of of systems, right? And I know you've been on some vacations, um, and I know you've got some moving parts in the back end of the business too, that without systems, they would just crumble, right? Oh man, it's it's
0: for sure like the backbone of your business is good systems, for me at least. And um because it, the thing is, is like when you have good systems, you don't necessarily even notice it. If you don't have good systems, you're no <sighs> it is the pain in your net it's the cause of oh, so cancer. many hassles and troubles and and all this stuff. And so that's the thing, It's like well-running systems just make your business run smooth and you just don't, like, that's the best system is one you don't even notice. You don't even think about it, it's just there and it's part of what you do every day. Um, the, the one that really, I'll be honest, the, the one that changed it for me the, the most um, was QuickBooks. And mm-hmm. I know you you were a big proponent of that. You got me Always. onto it. And um, it, man, I was just like, I was such a, I was such cheapskate. a dork. Like just, I mean, it wasn't even a cheapskate. I just thought I could do it I, I liked my way better for reporting and for, and, you know, it, at one point it was like, oh, I don't want to spend the money because I'm not making enough. Like when I was doing the side hustle, I was like, ah, I don't want to spend an ever extra 15 bucks a month here because it's like, it's nickel and dime, right? You do 15 here then you, you got, you know, 40 over here for this and 20 over here for Zapier and 50 for Adobe. Like, you know, it's like death by a thousand subscriptions. And, uh, and so I was like, yeah, I don't want it. But then as, you know, I actually went full time. I was like, I got to do this. And it has just taken such a load off of my back. Uh, it, probably the biggest one is just invoicing, just automatic invoicing, yeah. having. And, and that the one I'm on, I'm actually going to upgrade at the beginning of this next year. Uh, so that because I have several recurring monthly invoices that I need to send out and I still have to do those manually. But I know actual QuickBooks Online does, does that automatically yeah, right? So my- versus QuickBooks Self-Employed, which is what I have. Um, you have to manually fire them, but it's still, it. it's beautiful. Like you send them off when you get paid, you market as paid. Like it tracks everything for you. That has been such a huge, huge benefit for me because it's one place versus me manually making PDFs out of word documents and different fold. Oh, that was a disaster.
1: Oh yeah. And that system is absolutely incredible. Uh, just for like cash flow purposes, right? When you have yes. something that is a, a prominent factor within your business. If you don't set up a system to let it run itself, you're constantly thinking about it. And then that's taking away your capacity to do the other aspects of what need done. So for instance, you're in the shop and you're working on something important, but you're focused on 12 things that you don't have a system that handles it uh, going on, you know, around you, that's where you make a mistake. That's where you screw up a project. That's where you get hurt. And And so like, systems are all encompassing and that's why we're talking about it at WorkbenchCon. that's why it's something where you and i feel extremely passionate about and it's one of those things that can take your business to a whole other level if you start to get your brain wrapped around creating systems instead of just getting tasks done or putting out fires um phenomenal episode once again that's episode 81 you can check that out and then that resource for clockwork if you guys are interested is uh also in the show notes along with we'll have all the books or any of the resources we talk about in the show notes for this episode as well
0: um you know the last as man is as I can remember. Yes. John just he throws that around so easily because he doesn't make the show Whoa,
1: notes. Whoa, dude! I just
0: I posted the all notes. the links in our notes. So <laughs> Don't get mad at me. Um, no, I, I do appreciate that. I remember back in the old, you'd be like, "Yeah, link to this, link to, that, link to that, link to that." You are links everywhere.
1: It's raining links. And Brad's like, "Dude, can you like, give me those links? I've never heard of any of these things you are speaking about." <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, one one interesting topic here, and I and I think this is a this is pertinent to the uh, made-for-profit community specifically, um, is brand identity and logos um, in episode 29. And what why I think it's, it's, it's something important to the community uh, is because the community itself has seen so much growth that a lot of the people and listeners of the show have had to uh, change, adapt, grow their brands and their brand images um, over the course of listening to the show because they've seen so much growth that that it's just always a topic that continues to pop up for us. You know, should I do this? Should I do that? We've talked about it a ton on after shows because we'll get specific examples from patrons on like, Hey, here's what I'm looking to do. Here's what I want to do. What's your suggestion? Um, Brad's went through a little bit of a uh, logoing revamp. Since we started the show, we revamped the logo of the show specifically Um, myself. I've launched secondary brands that have, you know, have things tied to me. I, uh, and, and so the, concept of the brand identity and logoing is it's it's very important and something you definitely want to have the knowledge base of before you get into um crazy business moves or anything like that and that's episode 29 um i love i love when listeners that have been listening for years now come back to us and they're like hey i'm looking to make a massive move in my business i was wondering if i could get your input on this brand and i'm just like god yes growth we love growth My my wife doesn't like Love growth because typically it's my weight that's growing for her to notice. (laughs) But like seeing so much business growth and seeing, you know, people that are are evolving from, say, just like Bill's Woodshop to like, you know, something that is, you know, uh, I don't know, like like an actual solidified brand in their area that is showing, you know, that they've been taking what we're putting on the show to heart and putting it into practice. I, I love that. I think that's absolutely phenomenal. It's one of the most gratifying aspects of the show.
0: Yeah, having having the wherewithal to to go from just a single person in your shop making stuff for a hobby, then making it for friends and family and then getting that first paid client and then having having to make that decision about, oh, I want to be a little bit more professional. Oh, I want a better logo because this one that I made with clip art out of you know PowerPoint ain't quite cutting it anymore like that. That is in and of itself a huge accomplishment. To get to the point where you're like, I I want to I want to make my my brand, you know, stand for the things I want it to stand for and not just, you know, maybe it is my name. Maybe it is my name, but I want a logo that represents that I want to have some professional quality to it. You know, it is it's definitely not um, necessary, but it's a step like I think it's a huge step in in the business. Like said, John, or you've done that you paid 20 bucks for a Fiverr logo and now you're like, well, my logo looks like five thousand other people, yeah. <laughs> and and like now I want uh, I want one that's more unique to me. I want again, what are you known for? Kind of about talking for our niche. I want my when my logo comes across somebody's screen as they're scrolling, they know what it is. You know, like when you see the swoosh, we all know it's Nike. It's been beating our heads for decades now. You know, and that's kind of the way you want uh, on a smaller scale to be known in your local community or your online community or whatever it is. And, and brand identity and logoing is, is a huge part of that. And again, you know, this one tied, that's the, the great thing about this, John is that, I mean, pricing kind of stands on its own. Uh, but the, the finding your niche, you know, works really well with brand identity and logo and setting goals and getting organized work really well together. I think these are great. Uh, these are great episodes to listen to together. And I don't know if you said it or not, John, episode 29 is this one brand identity and logo. And uh, it's just a great one of talking about, you know, how John went through his whole metal and wood uh, versus John Malecki, And he's still going through that right now, as he was just talking about, about finding his niche and really getting into his personal brand and building that out more. And what does that look like? And, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe he gets a new logo down the road. i got my new logo, which was just a refresh uh, and same thing, you know, I, I just, I feel good about where I'm at because I now know, um, like if you go look at things I'm doing online, the thumbnails that I'm doing now, you know, versus before, uh, they used to be all over the place. And now I've kind of, kind of honed in to what I want mine to look like, at least for now. And, and, you know, I'm open to, to changing that, but what's staying consistent is that logo and, so that when somebody looks at my videos, which is my main form of output, uh, that they know they're like, oh, OK, yeah, that that's Brad stuff. And whether it's home remodeling or woodworking or electronics or whatever it's going to be in the future, that it's it's still going to be solidified by that logo and by that presence of, oh, this is something that fixes build that put out, a.k.a. Brad put out. So I'm going to go in there like that, you know, leading with your brand and your logo, it just You know, when when you can really establish that and establish your presence uh, and your following and your brand, and your logo, then it's just automatically it it opens the door for people to just be like, oh, this is from Jimmy. And I know Jimmy does great stuff, so I'm going to I'm going to watch it. Uh, I know Jimmy builds great things. So whether you're in your local area and you've got a brand name that if you are known as the person who makes Live Edge River Tables in your community, in the area, whatever it is. Uh, that they're like, oh, oh, yeah, Bill's River Tables like that. Yeah, that I've seen several of his work. I saw some of his work over at this bar and that bar and this restaurant. And he's got that medallion that he puts on the top. That's super cool. Whatever. Like, uh, I think it's a great episode just to kind of think
1: about how how you position your business. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's and it's something if you want to you want to address early and continue to educate yourself on. As your business grows, um, as prime examples with our listeners that have had exponential growth in their business and have had to revisit, uh, kind of wrap their brains back around the understanding of their brand identity and where they want their business to go, um, and and so uh, phenomenal episode there at episode twenty nine, and and you know just kind of wrapping everything up here, we you know we get so many individuals who message us both personally and the and the the MFP uh, accounts uh, specifically the the Instagram account and that are like exactly what you said at the top show. I'm, I, st- I just started listening. Love it. Uh, thank you guys so much for putting this all out. Um, you know, we just want to say thank you guys for listening like 122 episodes. That's a big commitment. And we know that like, I would say 90% of the people listening right now have listened to 121 episodes before this one. And like that, <laughs> that there's a large, considerably large amount of our listener base that is bought into every single episode. And and we love it. And we think that uh, that's why you know, all of our listeners have gotten so much out of the show, um, and why we wanted to kind of just hit on you know some of the hot topics and things to recap here. If you're looking to dive in and get a little juicier going into the end of the year, um, and especially if this is the first time you've ever listened, you know, go back check out those yeah. check out these episodes first, and then listen to all 122. And oh, you know,
0: that's what I, I just you know that that almost to me, I know like so John when we first made this, I I remember us having conversations. And and in the beginning, we were talking like, dude, are you getting these questions? Yeah, I'm getting these questions all the time. You, is everybody asking you how to grow on Instagram? Yeah. What about pricing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like all these things. And we kept answering them individually. And we we're like, we want to look, why don't we do a podcast? Yes. And then we could just send people to episodes. Like, I absolutely love being able to, whenever anybody asks me about pricing, I'm like episode 11 to 13 made for profit. Mm-hmm. Or the, I the, the one I get the most is Hey, hey, man, I I love your content. I'm just getting into woodworking. I'm thinking about, you know, doing it as a business. Do you have any advice? I'm like, I just respond with at made for profit. (laughs) Do I have advice? Like, you know, it's like, it's so nice to be able to, uh, to have a resource for people and feel like, because that's the thing, right? We do get all these DMs and, and I do respond to the vast, 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 vast majority of my DMs and, mainly all of them, except some of them, it just takes a really long time. But uh, we can't have these conversations with people. There's just, there's just two, you know, with all the stuff that we just went through about how how much we have in our business, we just can't commit that amount of time to engaging with all these individual people on DMs. Uh, and so this is, is, I love it because so instead of, instead of just saying, hey man, I'm sorry, I really don't have time to talk to you about this. I can just send them to the podcast. Like that just makes me feel, so good that we, you know, have invested 122 episodes in building this database of content for people. And, you know, I love being able to just steer people over there and be like, here you go. Like, you're going to love this. And then two weeks later, they like write me back and they're like, oh, my God, I just binged 47 episodes. And <laughs> like, this is amazing.
1: Yeah, it really is. And and that's, you know, that's kind of what we want this to be. And that's what this will always be. It's just like a hub of knowledge, our knowledge, our experience. and. It's out there for you. so um, if you're looking for a show topic specific that's potentially not in uh, the ones we talked about here, uh, you could search a lot of terms. We've got everything on the website at madeforprofit.com um, and you can put it in kind of search in a term keywords. those things are pooled to an extent on the website that uh, you can find an episode pretty much talking about any topic that you're looking for. Um, these are definitely our best ones. Um, if you're looking for the show notes on this show specifically, you can head on over to madeforprofit.com forward slash episode one two two. As I said earlier, um, grab all the books and knowledge that we were just talking about here. We got links for all of those. Um, and get yourself edumacated here for the end of the year to come into 2020, just sucker in that thing right in the face.
0: Coming in hot, 2020, the year of the optometrist. Yes. <laughs> Dad jokes. <laughs> And on that, mic drop. (laughs) That's right. All right, guys, we will uh, be taking a little break. We will be over on Instagram, of course, on our handles. Quite honestly, we do not check the Made for Profit account uh, as much on the DMs. So if you do have questions, hit us up in the Facebook groups or, uh, you know, individually, if you have anything personal for us, because uh, that just makes it easier for us to get it in one spot. And uh, we will be back at the beginning of next year. And we are excited to see all of you guys at workbench con which will be in february so um if you are going to be there we're looking forward to seeing you and talking to you and uh hopefully dropping some sweet knowledge bombs for you all right right now we're going to go head over to our after show and uh we'll catch you guys next year Peace. peace